Black people don't read. Black people. Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome to Inspired Reads with Inspire Entertainment. I'm your host, Mohammed, joined by my co-host, Shamaki. Um, we're here without Yasin today, because he couldn't make it. He's not here with us anymore. And all that nonsense whoa, that they said whoa. about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, he's, he's just busy. He's got other things to yeah. do. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a busy man. <laughs> He's got a life outside the podcast. Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's an actor. He's a yeah. How you how you forget? Poet, a comedian. He's an all round. Yeah, he's out there. Next Jamie Fox. <laughs> um, this week we'll be talking about the book, a book called The Death of Ivan Ilyich, by someone Tolstoy. <laughs> I forgot his name. Leo Tolstoy. Yeah. Oh, right. <clears throat> um, this book was basically focused around like essentially like mortality and uh, when someone comes close to death how they behave and like how it, it kind of relates to um yeah just like how how they think about their whole lives and they're like my whole life was kind of it wasn't as it wasn't what i wanted it to be yeah. after oh, when you're like when you're reaching that point where you're like i'm actually here i'm actually about to die so yeah um, the character Ivan Ilyich is a judge in Russia, and he's very like well renowned. Um, he's like well respected. He gets to a point where he's like one of the top judges in the country, or whatever. I'm not too. I wasn't too sure. I didn't research into like the background of like how yeah. the, the judicial well, system the works. Guys who like the magistrates, yeah, the magistrates and all that. Like so that. basically, like a civil service, like one yeah. of the top civil servants. Um, I was thinking about like researching into like the power of a judge and. Like, because um, there was points where he was like, if someone kind of um, made a like made a small decision against me, like the the power that they have, the power that they can potentially abuse. Like yeah. he's like he's like a well, balanced character. He's like, I don't really abuse my power. I still follow the rules. Yeah. Um, so he's like, if someone like let's say you're in a cafe or something, and someone does something like an, to annoy you or something, yeah. And then next time that that in any kind of case or something or someone that they're relying on for something else like let's say you're, you're in a you're building a cafe and then you have to get some licenses licenses for the cafe or something yeah. to let you um be, like own, to let you run the cafe and then um someone comes in and then you annoy them and it turns out to be a judge no. <laughs> and then he goes and says you know what you're not getting those licenses and he just goes and pushes his his finger on a button somewhere and suddenly yeah that's it <laughs> so that's it's interesting you worked for yeah so it's interesting like the power of a judge that they can have <coughs> Um, I don't really, you don't really think about it, do you? And like, I don't really understand like how that all works, the court system and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of a deep topic. But I don't, I have no idea about it whatsoever. So I'm not talking too much. Well, judges and abusing their power. Generally, generally, the power that the judge has, like, why is that judges in the first place? Like one single person that judges a person on their crime. Shouldn't there be like procedures that are just automatically followed? Well, well like, I guess everything's like a case by case basis, isn't it? There's not yeah, really, there's yeah. not really. Uh, but then again, there's so many crimes. There's, there's very rarely any like specific ones that are like totally out there that hasn't happened before. No, but obviously when it when it comes to like, um, like let's say like manslaughter or something, yeah, the person could say like oh, it was like self defense or mm. this and that. But if if you're just following the same thing, a murder like or like someone being killed by someone else, the worth is just always considered a murder. No, but I find it interesting that someone has the final say on that. There is a jury. I agree with the jury. That's like yeah. a group of people that agree on it, and they they make See, it I don't really agree with the jury. The, the concept of the jury or the actual fact of no, the way the like jury the works. Jury, like, any, like you and I could be be the jury. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like bias on that. So you've got yeah, like you've got all of these like lawyers and stuff, which people pay millions for. Yeah. All right, to get their point across, and then it go it falls down to to the jury. You know what I mean? So it's really about it's it's crazy how like the lawyer can like sweet make everything so nice and then the jury's like, Hey, you know what, actually? This person here I mean, maybe, the lawyer can persuade the jury. Can persuade the jury, like, here, look, it's just a seventeen year old kid, like he's got a long life What's wrong with that? like don't but what I'm saying is it's like sometimes it's not always get, fair though. That's what I'm saying, no. You know what I mean? but that's it the thing. Just be anything. 
that's the thing is the concept of a jury if it's done right in such a way that I think if you get from people from different backgrounds I, have different I don't see the point of the jury if there's a judge that's what I don't get if the judge is the guy that says because one the final person say. that has final say on every single crime yeah but the judge I feel like he should be the judge and, because and who decides like, his that? knowledge who decides is, that who decides who becomes judge I'm sure well, where are we going into yeah <laughs> what is this this Bloody can of worms that you've opened. Uh, I don't know who judges the judge. I don't know. Uh, probably some smarter than a judge. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, like with like with everything, there's some kind of governing body that covers it, so there's no corruption and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even if that might not work, but yeah, I'm sure there's someone that there's some kind of governing body that 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 handles the judges and stuff. But mm. like, like, who decides that that's the okay? Decision? Like we've seen so many times. Like how many. Of course, like there's a majority of people in, in like prisons and stuff. They probably, um, they probably deserved it. <laughs> I don't, don't want to keep it blunt like that, but there's a lot of people that are also like um, in jail, uh, like when they're not at fault as well. Yeah. Like who decides that? So is the process thorough enough? I don't, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. So it, that's the thing. Like. I just opened that kind of worms, but in terms of like the law system and stuff like that, we can't really. Uh, <laughs> it's different everywhere, so you yeah. can say it's broken in some places. Some places it might be working, like these the Scandinavian countries or Holland or something, but the crime rate is ridiculously low. Like the mm. prisons are are empty and stuff, and they're like, they're like um, making the prisons like hotels and stuff. Like, well, you heard that? Like Sweden. And yeah, that. yeah, yeah, they're yeah. making prisons like a museum and stuff. Mm. So, oh wow, yeah. that's where people used yeah. to go. Can yeah, you yeah, imagine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like. Isn't Guantanamo the Bay? No, is it Guantanamo? Alcatraz. Alcatraz is a museum now, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, public attraction, basically. Yeah, I saw. You I can saw go a there. Video of someone going there. Yeah, yeah, you can go there. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It, that's a it's a deep topic. I, guess I feel we, like if I was ever going to jail, I'd want to go to Alcatraz. What? Why? Because it's just you know, you know they based as a prison of Azkaban on that. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just like. You know what I mean? I'll just tell like my my peeps that you know what you just gotta stand on the Golden Gate Bridge and just look over there and <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. SOS messages. SOS messages. You know what I mean? It's just the whole feeling of just being in that island. Well, you feel like if you're gonna go to prison, do it properly. Do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> go to a real prison. Yeah, I don't want to go to no HM prison HM. in bloody Fleetwood. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man! Oh, yeah, straight to Alcatraz. Have you seen that video of that um, that woman that she's a judge, and then one of the criminals she convicted was the person she went to high school with or something, and she's like, "This guy was the nicest kid in middle yeah, school." Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was another similar case to that as well. Same judge, she done something different. Like uh, I don't remember what she done. I think I'm trying to find it. Oh, and she gave a harsh penalty. <coughs> I don't remember. I, I, I think she gave a harsh penalty anyway. <laughs> I'm joking. So, I don't know. What was it? Was it were the cases different because she knew the guy or? Yeah, no, that, that was like it was twice where she knew the person. Um, so the classmate won, and then there's another one. <coughs> so yeah, this one. You, this, this time you're charged with a burglary from the classroom to the courtroom. Okay, Mr. Booth, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Did you go to Nautilus? From middle school. Oh my goodness! Forty-nine year old Arthur Booth. Imagine seeing a classmate. Yeah. Well, he's got a hat, isn't it? Now, decades later, the two have been brought together in the court of law. Oh she was in. She had another case. Similar case. I'm sorry to see you there. I always wondered what happened to you, sir. Oh my goodness! This, this is the nicest kid in middle school. <laughs> oh my goodness! On June 29th, Booth was seen leaving the Beam Oh my God! Drive and 36th Street in Ialia. Police say Booth failed to pull over as they try to conduct a traffic stop. Yeah, but that's that is nuts. That <coughs> I feel like I said it was a similar type of thing with uh, the Meek Mill case. Where, like the judge had a bias or something against them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah, so. Uh, but, so yeah, the whole American prison system is crazy, though. 
like Meek Mill's thing, he it was on probation for like 15 years or something. I don't know, something crazy. Like, yeah, something like yeah. Like, Imagine it, that. And it was uh, a minor yeah, thing. He didn't. Yeah, just waiting for him to slip up. Yeah. So the the the, the judicial system over there is crazy. Uh, I don't know how bad it is over here, but yeah, other things I do here either. Um, yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. So we'll not delve into because we have no <laughs> knowledge whatsoever. But yeah, um, let's go back into Ivan Idiot. Um, so in the first part of the story. He's, uh, it goes into a courtroom where his colleagues are all there, like all the other judges, and then they hear this, it, it gets announced that he's he, he died basically, yeah. <laughs> like right in the beginning of the story. And then all his colleagues are like, Oh man, he, he dead. And then the first thing I think of is um, their promotions and how his death like benefits them basically. Uh, yeah, that was the first thing they thought of. Yeah, and I don't know, man, that's it, it's crazy, but <laughs> it's also a reality. It's like yeah. all these things that he wrote in the book is just like, uh, reality things it's like yeah. people don't want to talk about these things but yeah it happened so like, why the way he wrote the book was it wasn't a story sort of it was like it was just straight going into someone's mentality someone that had this position that had all of this power yeah. um, what it was like for them to slowly be losing it Mm. Um, to and then eventually be dying, mm. um, and how that would affect other people around them. Mm. You know, I, this is kind of a, a weird example, but uh, this kind of reminded me one time. I I don't know. I was just sleeping over at a friend's house, yeah. right? And I come I come home. Uh, like my bed's been taken. What? Yeah, no, not taken like take it like not. I'm talking, I'm talking as in like my brothers and I are like sleeping on the bed. Oh, right, the hell, mate. I didn't think so dramatic. Like, the like they they're using like the laptop, my stuff are just like all over oh, the gas. Okay. Right, uh, PS4 yeah. controllers in like a random place. Yeah, like from your PS4 discs yeah. all across. So your brothers the wearing your boxes. For the whole lot, yeah. and I was only gone for like a day, right. And so I was just like, it's, 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 just, it is, yeah. it's just how it is. It's like people are just going to move on, you know? Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. that we earn right now, like everyone, like. That's what you're saying. It's literally like once you die, everyone's going to forget. Like everyone's just going to move on. No one's going to wait. Yeah, and people are just going to no fill in wait the forever. gap you've left. Yeah. And then that's, that's it. Exactly. You know, so like this guy who was working hard for like his whole life, like going through. Uh, judiciary school, uh, learning to be a judge, going through all of this, like spending years to make friends in high places, just to then end up like losing, sort of, just for like after all of those years and working so hard to do all of that, like when death comes along, like his position is just like mm. void, and then everyone else is just like jumping into that and then each and every single person that then jumps into that void they then die to then lose that that position in life you know what i mean mm. um and how he the how leo tolstoy was just like highlighting the fact that how temporary like this how temporary life is basically mm. uh i forgot i forgot i was reading um something about when he was young and uh like, yeah, Ooh, yeah, there was something. Else, there was a point I was, but I forgot. But when he was young, because like you know how in the book there was a lot of uh, scenes where he writes about uh, the the main character even and his wife having all these fights and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just a point I forgot I was gonna make, but it's tied to uh, that. So another thing was like his uh, the way he the way he moved like everything that he done was like he was a very safe character. He wasn't he never did things out of the ordinary. So he was always uh, as in oh he always followed the rules. He wasn't a rule breaker. He was always following the norms. Like he got married because he thought it was like like a, a protocol. He was always following yeah. like conforming and stuff. And like he married a woman who's not like out there. She's a pretty respectable woman herself. Yeah. Uh, she's good looking as well. So all everything he'd done in his life was just like following the rules and stuff. There was no like going out or deviating. And then uh, it wasn't all up and it wasn't all up. There was the point where he lost his job, I think. Or no, there was a point where they they, they kept him like because um, one thing is they 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 were living beyond their means. They were living very lavish. They were trying to live like in the high societies and like. Um, 
like trying to mingle with all the rich people and stuff like you said earlier about all the um, more like high ends of the uh, hierarchy and so because of that they started living beyond their, beyond their means and they eventually became broke kind of. um, so yeah um, that's interesting because they then they lost everything then they, 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 they he had to take a break from his career and go yeah. to live in some cottage on the countryside with his uh, his his brother-in-law or something yeah he took uh, the family to uh, yeah uh, the brother-in-law yeah and then he went back to see what he went to petersburg yeah and then here's the interesting thing remember when he got how he got his job back someone else fell off or something like, so yeah someone else had a misfortune that benefited him that benefited him and essentially that's how it is it was like it's like a recurring theme like in the beginning they're saying how the, yeah. his uh, death uh, benefits them and he actually benefited from someone else as well so that's also a real thing as well it's like it is a lot of chance playing in it like yeah. and that's the main problem the main problem is uh which the story like alludes to is that because he put like all of his eggs in one basket mm. that like his what his life was centered around his work yeah um and when you do something like that where you've put everything that you enjoy yeah into that one thing uh, especially if it's like a worldly thing, yeah. like work, then when then it's a shifty thing. Anything can happen. Yeah. If you're no longer able to work, then you're like if you're, you're no longer you're not be able happy. to work, like then you then you go start thinking about other things. But yeah. work is everything, so you don't even know where yeah. where else to go. Um, and the fact that he's saying that because this guy wanted to follow the the norms and that work was the best thing that you could do at those yeah. times yeah. Um, he put all of his eggs into one basket mm. and that's why when him losing it all uh, that's why it hurt him a lot more mm. than like other people mm. but like some people's like okay yeah even when he started getting ill he was going straight back to, he he was going straight to work, to, work to, yeah. to escape like his family and stuff because yeah. his family were playing it off like he's going to be alright like, but he knew that he was ill he'd done and it was like he doesn't he didn't like living in that lie yeah. where all his family were acting like everything is normal the doctors were acting like nothing's wrong yeah. so that I found that a bit weird but um, going back to the point where anything can change in your jobs it's funny because uh, yesterday I was in Cornwall um, and we went through some. We went through past the bridge, and there's toll booths there, innit? and then to my surprise, there were people actually working in the toll booths in the bridge, in like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, sir! Yeah, like and like literally, you just there's a one pound fifty to cross it, and like taking your one pound fifty, then you go past, taking your one pound fifty, then you go past, opening the gate, closing the gate, and and all I was thinking was. Wait, within what, the next what, what was it for like where do you go literally just a bridge yeah. yeah and at the end of the bridge if you want to cross this uh, board or whatever like if you're going to another city you got to pay some money like it's basically oh, a toll booth wow. you know? yeah uh, it's like it, a lot of places like that like um, you know that place uh, where you cross the the Thames in London I forgot what it's called Dart, Dartford Crossing I think something like that I'm not sure you, you pay, you pay, like, it's like congestion charge, you pay it. Okay. Just for passing through. Like, in London, if you go through main city areas, you pay congestion charge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you go past that bridge, you got to pay that toll booth, and then they'll let you past. And it was literally, man, people working there. Right. Like, there was free booths, and people were manning it. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, just in a, like, in a couple of years, your job's gone. Like, you're going to, like, yeah, I right. hope you're, <laughs> I hope you have a backup plan. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like young people, it's like people in their 40s and stuff. I was like, yeah, I can imagine like they're probably like this is probably their main job like they, yeah. they probably don't have any other uh, backup source yeah so I was thinking just imagine these guys like I could, like the, 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 the technology's been there for like 20 years now so yeah, if anyone machines come over yeah right? when the machines come over there that's it you're pissed so yeah. I was like yo I looked at them I was like sorry mate I was like in my one fifty. another one fifty. yeah <laughs> I was like, this one's the road, <laughs> not the rough times. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's crazy. It's like, but like sort of what the story um, you sort of get from this is, is that like to put not your eggs basically not all in one basket. Mm. So for those people, if I mean I don't know, but I doubt their work is everything to them. I'm sure um, it isn't, but I'm sure it isn't. But obviously, the work is like a crucial part of their lives. Yeah, but whereas. So let's say they do lose their job, then mm-hmm. they'll probably get into something else or they'll probably find something. Or something. Yeah. Uh, but whereas with this guy, it was like this was everything. Mm-hmm. Like this, he his uh, he tried to like have a balance, good balanced life, but he kept having like a lot of fights with his wife. Yeah. Um, 
and that's another reality as well. Yeah. I see, uh, you know, like, even now, if I'm, I'm working in an office, if, uh, I see a lot of people that are just like they just work l- loads of hours, like everything. Like they'll go on holiday. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before. They'll go on holiday and they'll be think they'll be calling about work whilst they're on holiday and stuff like. Damn. Yeah, like uh, like attending meetings and stuff like on the phone and stuff. I'm like, bruv. <laughs> like, what did I? Do they choose to do it? Or do yes, they, they choose, choose to do it. it? Yes, exactly. Wow. Like, if I'm out of work, that's it. I'm, I'm not looking yeah, back. Yeah, that's just what it is. Like, you just work from the hours yeah. that you're clocked in. Yeah, or if you're ambitious, you're feeling ambitious, you do a bit more work so you, people will notice you and stuff. But yeah. but when it's, like, actual time for holidays and stuff, that, yeah, that's, that's crazy. It, you just do your holiday. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so I, I, I don't understand how people have that mindset, but it's, it's kind of a miserable existence. I can't imagine living in that way. No, yeah, just, just they're, for they're probably happy, though. That's the thing. Mm. Like, you can't take it away from them. Our happiness is different from theirs. Yeah, that's that's what. But, but, but that's for us, what it's like, yo, that's showing through this. It's like, so he's sort of like telling someone, like, if your work is, if your happiness just comes from work, yeah. then you're not really going to be that happy all mm. the time. Because mm. uh, anything can happen. Obviously, like, and, and another thing is, like, you get old eventually. Yeah. Like, whether or not you like it. Physically, you're not going to be able you're to. You're not going to be able to do what? Like, like for, like, footballers. Mm. Like, they live the dream for, like, 10 years, pretty mm. much. And then after that, mm. if they're really good, they'll live, they'll, they'll do it more. But yeah. most most of the time, it's, like, just 10 years. And after that, like, when the 30 comes along it's like oh yeah now like what are we gonna do now mm. you know like football's messed me up man what do you mean I feel like when I'm fighting <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of your career yeah that's it like I'm, I feel like, the same. I'm, I'm gonna be so weak growing up it's like football's like the main thing that revolves yeah. around most boys in the UK and then you're just like yo at 18 I, sh- I should have I should have been like, I on my like, way to establishing yeah. something and by 20 yeah I should be in the first team right 22 now. like you're, you're there yeah you're prime player ready for the world cup yeah <laughs> but at 30 it's just like everything's going down but in actuality like 33 is the peak of like manhood okay, now you see 33 year olds living in their parents basements and stuff a normal thing normal so, thing yeah. yeah so it's crazy it's like uh, and the thing is it's like the world is not <laughs> the world is I totally guess that as well like London kind of like London like expenses and stuff the economy in London like the way rent is going most people are going to have to move out eventually like yeah, to eventually. countryside and stuff like smaller cities around London I mean, around England so yeah it's, it's, it's weird how that perception has affected us because <laughs> it's like now um, I think once you get to a certain point where you're working full time, you most of your wages are probably gonna be going on rent. On rent, yeah. <laughs> so it is is crazy. Like, yeah, that really has affected us. And yeah, yeah, that's why they're, they're Sometimes making a lot of like uh, railway connections and stuff to places to like Stevenage, yeah. and places just around. The yeah, they want us all up. That's mm. all it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, we like no one can afford it, and they know it. Mm. That's why when they try to like gentrify. I saw new areas mm. it's just places which a lot of the people that have been kicked out of the yeah. area can't afford yeah I saw something interesting the other day where someone was comparing uh, the price of a TV set uh, in like like the 1950s or something they were mm. like yeah it's like, it was like it was like 10 grand I don't know it was like it was a ridiculous it was a crazy amount for TV yeah. it was like a maybe 8 inch TV for like 1000 and then people were like oh, um, the amount of hours that people had to uh, save up the person who was that. to make that friend, yeah. And then now you can buy it within like one hour of your wage. And then people were like, Yeah, but <laughs> look at the housing, like, <laughs> yeah, where are you gonna put it? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so like the housing, then it was, it was like you could buy a nice house for like 10 grand or something, yeah, 10 grand, yeah. So, and now the housing is our main issue. It's like, yeah, I, I don't understand how people actually live in, in that fantasy world where these compar they're making these comparisons normally and like blaming millennials, like, Oh, these. Bloody millennials, they, they, they get everything so fast and yet they complain. Like yeah, it's going to be crazy in a few years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the only problem is, is, like, the government, they try to subsidise people to, to pay for homes. Mm. Uh, but the moment they do that, the person that's selling the homes like, oh, look, people have got money, we can put it higher again. Yeah. And then that just makes people... The bubble. Yeah, it just makes people take out loans and fat mortgages that no one can handle. Mm. Mortgages they last for like lifetimes. Yeah, no, like, it's not. You'll never. You'll be paying off until death. Yeah, it? like and not even the mortgage itself, the interest. Yeah. And people are gonna go like through extreme lengths. And like it's funny because people like ten, like twenty years ago were paying like still paying off their mortgage now. Yeah. And those are like normal houses, like, normal like, cheap houses. houses. Yeah. 
like they'll get in those for nice prices, but now <laughs> like yeah. a nice, decent house in London is easy it goes for a million. Like it's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like how much do you have in your bank account? Do you think like one million pounds <laughs> like, <laughs> for a house? For like, a yard. Yeah, it's crazy. And then now like the rent because the landlords are gonna be like, yeah, now now we can start renting out because more people are gonna start looking for other houses. So even the rent will increase. Yeah. It's not just the price of the house; the rent also increases. So yeah, I don't know the housing. The economy is 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 mad, and, so, uh, and the problem is with London, is that uh, I don't know if it's, it's yeah it is a problem for for most people, but London's like one of the only, uh, I think New York's another one, but it's one of those cities which the value is just gonna continue going up. Mm-hmm. People say eventually it will bust. I don't know what people like crash. about London. I don't know, man. That's that's given us such a strong. Yesterday, I was in Cornwall. I went out in the night. I was just going to the car, and I was looking up to the sky, and I was like, "Bro, there are actually stars there." Yeah, actual stars. Because <laughs> like when you're here, you look up in the night, and then you think they're stars. But I, I, some of them are stars, but you can't see most of them. Yeah. But when I when I looked up, I was like, "Bro, there's actually loads of stars." Yeah, stars. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of a peaceful thing in the countryside. But I, I was comparing. I, I was also making another comparison with my cousin last time I was there. I was like, the the tracks that people have to do when they're like in the countryside and stuff. Like is if you want to go to like the petrol station, it's probably a good fifteen minute drive. Yeah. Most petrol stations around here, like you get one every three four minutes or something. So and that's just a minor thing. I'm saying uh, petrol station, but if you wanted to go somewhere else, like a swimming pool, or something, you probably yeah. have to travel like thirty minutes over there. Just to get there. But they're yeah. used to it, so yeah, that's what just that's just what they know. Uh, yeah, and then for us, it's like uh, and the, yeah, the, the comparison I, I was making is like yeah, these people are just randomly smiling at me and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. why, why are they so happy? What they do? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> What ends are they from? Yeah. And then, then I clocked, like, yeah, in London, we're just generally grumpy and miserable. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, yeah, but I don't blame us, man. Yesterday, I was on a TFL, and it's just the stuff you see on the trains and stuff when you're on a regular basis, mm. it's like, it makes you annoyed. And then there's, uh, like, you wait for one minute, and then the next train comes, but it's fully packed, and then you have yeah. to wait for the next one. And that's, that's the thing. It's like the the we're programmed to to live in that fast. Because life. of that, it's just yeah. Because everything's constantly going so fast. Yeah. But then, whereas them, they 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 they're traveling like thirty minutes just to <laughs> just mm. to go like Tesco's or something. So, is 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 a very big change of pace. And uh, I feel like with a lot of those like rural areas, like work is like secondary Slow. to them. Like for us, work is primary. Like everything. Yeah is around work like because obviously like here is like you could be homeless in a month mm. like if if you're not Seems getting major. It, yeah so it's like you're constantly have to work 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 only to be able to be like yeah and when i'm older i'll be able to do whatever i want yeah whereas there it's like yeah they've got their work and yeah, their social but, life. yeah like in terms of how much they get and how much they, they have to live off yeah is like it's balanced yeah yeah and they, they see they might even get a surplus but with us it's like how much we we have to work for and how much we have to live with is like a whole you know, it's a fat margin you know, you know the sad thing is i feel like it's a it's like an infection spreading once i think if this continues in like 50 years they're going to be in the same position <laughs> yeah we're in more areas and be like us because we're all moving up to there oh we're just going to bring yeah, it over there there's going to be more gentrification there and it's going to continue yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if something doesn't change so it is a bit mad so yeah it, 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 I feel they like better people live be to, to space it <laughs> they out they live before we come <laughs> they better live good yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? yeah but I feel like maybe if it's spaced out more it would be easier to control mm. yeah, no it's like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying the I'm saying concentration like, of London yeah the population is, is mad compared nuts. to like the area space yeah but but eventually it's gonna keep on going out and out and London's a big city as well. London's not a small city. Yeah, so these smaller cities are gonna get packed very quickly as well. Mm. And it's not like we're uh, we're dra- gradually like leaving London. Yeah, it's not like we're gradually leaving London on a on a slow pace. That I've seen so many families move out, like yeah. so many. Like uh where like where did this guy go? Like, he moved out to Luton or something, like what <laughs> like when when did he move out? And like it's not I, I hear it I hear it so often yeah, these Luton, days. Luton, Reading, all these places. Yeah. Like, and eventually it's gonna keep on going. And that's what I'm saying, in like fifty to hundred years or something, I, I think it's just gonna be mad. <laughs> it's gonna be hectic. Yeah, so but obviously it's, I think something will give eventually, but <laughs> well, 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 we I hope we don't we don't live too long in that regard and like uh where where it gets to the point where everyone's just suffocated. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, that's so one of the, the things as well that was happening in the book was that basically that he would always 
be living a bit more than what he could afford. Mm. And every time I was just wondering, like, well, why would you need to do that? Like, you know what I mean? Just living that comfortable life with like a lot of mo- with like a lot of money like you'd be so good like you don't really need to have these expensive apartments and mm-hmm. all these like decorations and stuff like that but obviously that's what was expected of him yeah someone in that position again yeah. it was constantly following these norms he never actually <coughs> lived his own life and that's the thing he's by himself like he doesn't know what li- like life actually is it's just following yeah everyone else conformism yeah and then that's the thing because he's like that the people around him are also like that his wife becomes like that she yeah well, he likes her in the beginning and then she starts like she she's uh, also trying to live in that lavish life and mm. continue mingling, mingling with all these rich people and stuff yeah so yeah, is is it is the problem with the rich? I guess they just have to constantly live in that. And that's the thing. There's a lot of uh, fake small talk as well in this. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the rich people. Uh, they, it seems like they didn't really like each other, but they were just doing it just conform, like continue conforming. And I just found that weird, like the concept of con- of small talk as well. I, I just don't see the point of it, man. <laughs> do, you, do you see any point in it? Not of small talk. Yeah. Uh, nah, I actually hate it. Yeah, I, I hate try it. so hard to avoid it. Like when you see someone that you haven't seen in a while, I think it's okay if like they, you can tell that they're genuinely interested in stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's then that no longer becomes small talk. That's like general general interest. Like, like, oh yeah, where did you like, go? Like they actually like yeah. want to know how you are and that. But when when they, when it's like he, someone needs something of you and then they start talking about it, it's like saying how are you and stuff. Yeah. You have to first and then suddenly uh, I need something from you. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. the, oh uh, that's, that's disgusting man. <laughs> I hate that stuff, but yeah, that's uh, that's far too common, <laughs> and uh, that's another London culture. I think we we have this passive aggressive like fake small talk thing where, yeah, and the, the other the funny things like little little things where someone trips like so you trip someone up and then they say sorry to you and stuff like <laughs> that actually happens. You know when you, like you're on a train or something, yeah. uh, someone like someone like st- you step on someone back or something. They're like, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, have yeah, you ever had that? Just, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's up with London like. <laughs> that's just what it is. It's just. You just say it like, yeah, sorry. And there's so many things like people won't really be aggressive to each other. It's always like passive aggressiveness. So passive, so, so aggressive. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, London is a funny place to be honest. And yeah, this book kind of covers that. Uh, I, I guess London has that culture. Of, it's like the whole the whole city is passive aggressive. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, the dynamic between um, Ivan Ilyich, the main character, and his wife, where they they don't really like each other, but they just continue. Like in a passive aggressive way, um, until it, to, it gets to a point where it, it, in his death he's just sick of it. He's like, why are they still being like all these like fake niceties and stuff? Yeah. And yeah, he gets sick of it. And the, the people that he finds comfort in is his, his son, who's very innocent, and like who and his other um, person, his servant, basically, who's also like serving him the whole time. But he's like, uh, I think he was like religious or something. The servant. He's like, uh, it's God's will, so it's gonna happen in it. So yeah. I think because of that, um, I've really found comfort in him because he wasn't really faking it. Like he was like, yeah, you're you're dying. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that clearly. It's time to go. Yeah. So if you die, die. So he was treating him like a dying person, but whereas everyone else was just like acting like, yeah, oh, he just he's just ill. He'll get better. So yeah, that was a weird thing as well. So yeah. Yeah, but I just found the the quote now from from uh, the book where basically how all of these like rich folks were all the same like they all did the same exact things because they all like felt they had to give this uh, this uh, like look this yeah. kind of facade of uh, this is how we are and this is how we're living mm. and uh, and so in the book it says like dinners he gave resembled the ones they usually gave theirs and the other people as much as his drawing room uh, looked like all the other drawing rooms. Um, and a bit of context to that is like he spent like many months mm-hmm. decorating his drawing room uh, like of lavish and expensive things and getting And he, and he was finally enjoying that. And he was fine, yeah, he was in, really enjoying that. Um, and then the way like the author just like says this like mm. just sort of as a passing comment like the same thing they all have mm. it's like he put all of this hard work in but at the end of the day it's like the, literally the same thing as all of them mm. so showing that they all have the same mindset of um, let's have lavishness everywhere mm. everywhere we sit mm. 
Um, and that again shows more of like how the author was. Uh, and this author, like, he would, you know, like the money that he would make from books, mm. like, he wouldn't even accept the money. Really? Yeah. Um, contrary to what his wife would want him to do, but he would just, like, give the money back, like, take, like, give it away. Uh, he would, like, you know, grow his beard out, dress like uh, the peasant folk. Mm. You know, he wasn't someone that. So, like, when you look at the way he writes the story, it's almost as if he's, like, pitying them. Mm. Like, pitying those rich guys that are just trapped in their own mm. in their own bubble. That makes it very interesting. Because it's, <clears throat> it's, like, they're all trying to, like, up one another. Yeah. And, again, it's, like, passive aggressiveness. Yeah. So the only way you can up one another is, like, by hosting. Being more extravagant yeah. in every aspect. But then everyone else is extravagant. Yeah. So then now you've got to go really above your yeah. needs. And, um, again, the way they all tie together is that they all enjoyed uh, that card game. What's it called? Like Whist or something. Whist, yeah. Yeah. But they all enjoyed playing that card game. That was another form of passive aggressive yeah. like competing as well. All of them. And uh, they would all come to like someone's house to, to play and they'll stay for hours. Yeah. Um, and what I got from that was that basically I think that their relationships with their wives as well yeah. sort of as such where they all have to leave it's all the recurring story for it. it's, it's all like, like they're all so the same it, person yeah it's all the same person <laughs> yeah um, and they're just like vultures just waiting for someone else the only reason why he's got this attention right now is because he's in that position yeah but the yeah. moment because like, someone else fell out of that position <laughs> yeah because someone else fell out of that yeah. position yeah so the moment he falls yeah, they're all like ready to, to, to pounce on him mm. um, and it's and in the beginning obviously the author uh, like says that the main character even uh, died uh, so it's not really a spoiler thing it's even on the title of the book mm. um, it's the same way like Shakespeare uh, sort of said that Romeo and Juliet were to die in the beginning of that um, and I feel like when someone does that I don't know about you, but I kind of, like, it doesn't spoil anything for me. It just makes me want to know, like, all right, this person's died. But yeah, like, I don't I don't mind at all. Like, you, let's see how, let's see what the ride was, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm fully like that. Uh, like, yeah. if, I'm, if I don't see a TV show, if I don't see a movie, and everyone's talking, like, talking about if, if, I, if I'm reading, if I read a book and I, I miss the rest of the series or yeah. whatever, and someone has already done it, and I, I usually just ask them what happened. Yeah. And then I like to see like how it happened how after. Happened, that's yeah. more that that's more of the art for me. Yeah, and this one here, like uh, the first chapter where it's in the eyes of a person called Peter yeah. uh, Ivanovich. Yeah. Right, that name, that's that Ivanovich name. I like some of these names, just the way they put you Yeah. Uh, Ilyich. Ilyich and... There was another one that... <laughs> no, there was one crazy one that, that just had no vowels. <laughs> just straight consonants. <clears throat> but the way, like, he tied uh, the beginning part and yeah, the one. ending all together was good. Fyodor Vasilyevich. Fyodor Vasilyevich. Uh, that's an interesting name. All these names are just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the I don't know about his languages. Languages is an interesting thing as well. That's uh, a very one goal of mine is to learn different languages. <coughs> like what? Oh no! Which, which, which name? Like, Apparently for me, Apparently is Arabic. Then I want to Spanish, French, and then I want to keep going. Spanish, yeah. Yeah, well, I want to keep going. Speaking, hablas español. Yeah. Si, osita. Si, todo bien, pero Portuguese. It's the same thing. So happens when you watch too many footballers. Mm. Yeah, um, the overarching theme of this was like you have a plan in your life, basically. <laughs> like, don't just be so like so focused on impressing other people and doing and working and stuff. So I guess yeah, it's like saying don't be part of image gang. <laughs> yeah. And um, like, don't have a meaning in your life. People, yeah, have a meaning in your life and. Um, yeah, see, like think about what you're doing, like right now. I guess, like, er, I guess the idea of it was for everyone to read, read the book and be like, well, "Damn, my life is just like that." <laughs> so I need to change it up. Like, otherwise, I'm not gonna get any like meaning out because I, I'm gonna f- I feel like I'm suffering at the end. Like, like yeah. Ivan Ilyich did at the end, where he was suffering until his death. They're like Gatsby as well. Yeah, he's like, oh, "Bring me death," and he's like, "But no, I'm still, I still wanna live." Like, mm. yeah. So it is, it is 
definitely something that's meant to be hard hitting. Um, yeah, I mean, well, the author has inspired uh, a lot of people, like mm. uh, Gandhi, because uh, he was like uh, one of these uh, reformists for like the non-violence movement. Yeah, that's where Gandhi got his inspiration from. Uh, oh, yeah. Martin Luther King, uh, like Oprah Winfrey, all mm. these people, like, like took from the book. Took from, yeah, took from this guy, uh, <coughs> and like his views. Because I mean, like, I feel like with this book here is like, if you're someone that's into like uh, sociology, uh, psychology, philosophy, like, and all of that, like, just yeah, the mental state, and just wanted to know how certain people feel like in different things yeah and different scenarios and situations where like um in books it's like with, with gatsby you can see that um him being him not having the love from daisy Hurtson. yeah but you don't really know for certain like um because obviously it's not in his like view it's in uh i forgot what was the what was the guy called is it Tom or something? The, the guy that was... Um, Gatsby. Gatsby, the guy who he met. Oh, yeah. I forgot his name. I forgot his name as well. But, uh, yeah, see how that guy's irrelevant, but basically... Just basically the plot is the plot tool for the narrator. Yeah, uh, but with, like, Gatsby, um, like, you, you the way that the feelings and each mental state wasn't really written down, you kind of get just from him and from the, the narrator. Mm. But with this one, it was just like straight, like let's go inside this person's head yeah. and let's see how he'll deal with this and deal with family problems and yeah. children that aren't really doing what he wants them to do. And um, knowing that there's people out there that just want his position and mm. struggling to keep it and all of this stuff. Mm. So it can't have been as comfortable as he, he led himself to believe. Yeah. So yeah, the message the message is literally like look at your look at your life right now, the meaning of it, like what are you doing with it? Um, are you really helping anyone? Are you helping yourself? Mm. Are you gonna be happy with it at the end? Like genuinely happy. Yeah. Are the people around you gonna be happy? And, and yeah. Um And it kinda ties as well, like well into uh you remember you know the brother uh, Ali Banat? Yeah. Yeah. Um like how He died recently, right? In yeah, Ramadan. He died in Ramadan. Uh, uh, how he basically just like was chilling one day and then he felt something like on the top of his mouth and then he went to go speak with a doctor about it and he was told yeah it's terminal cancer like yeah. you're gonna die in like what a few months or so yeah. and like him hearing that news yeah. just like I mean I don't know how I would react to it but uh, and then he just completely did a 180 turn Mm. Uh, because like it's strange when like you get told like you've got terminal cancer you start to realize what actually matters in life mm. so, yeah uh, like, basically you, you realize that everything's gonna be taken away from you so you might as well do something meaningful yeah life. it was something actually meaningful and that's what he did to like open up charities and uh, he changed a lot of people's lives it changed better. a lot of people's lives yeah um and like we come obviously this is coming from him being Someone who's basically an image gang person, where his 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 whole perception of life before was um, to live life to the fullest, like yeah. <laughs> you know how all these rappers talk about that and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, and then once he received the news that he had terminal cancer, he basically ch he, like changed his whole life and helped a lot of people uh, in a similar way. Mm. So that, that's a very heartwarming story as well. So just to clarify, his name is Ali Banat. So all the always there's like a lot of YouTube videos and stuff that will describe his yeah. story and stuff. So like, that's very heartwarming. Listen to his story; it's, it's pretty amazing. Mm. Uh, and mm. you've got like uh, a recent death of what was it X that rapper X X yeah uh, yeah and how like a lot of people like right he was twenty had so much to live for so much to do and then a lot of people so were potential. also attacking him yeah a lot of people were attacking him yeah saying he, uh, like, he, abused, he abused his, his uh, ex or something and Physically also abused. for that yeah uh, but in just in a sense of the fact that like no one's promised tomorrow like no yeah. one's like we all have our, our time now and uh, it's just all about making sure that we do 
what's right, basically. Yeah, which is... <laughs> which is uh, basically um, do the right things, whatever you believe in. Uh, if you're a Muslim, do things t- that you do normally to, to, to please Allah. Um, whatever other belief you have, like look at the core values of it. And yeah, yeah, if like, it's good, then you follow it. And for sure. Helping out other people, <laughs> like morally helping out other people and stopping stopping bad and, and uh, encouraging good. That's, yeah. that's what we need to strive for. And... Make sure that we're continuously doing it on a consistent basis. And definitely for us, it's, it's learning about our religion. Because yeah. obviously with our religion, it's like our, our eggs aren't in the basket of, of work mm. where it shouldn't be. Mm. Um, where it's with, you know, making sure that we do our good deeds and that Allah is like happy with us. Like mm. our eggs are in the hereafter. Yeah. And that way it's a lot less shaky. Yeah. Then it like a lot less flimsy. Yeah. Because that it's is not, all it's just, not conforming to society's yeah, it's just like, all culture. down to us. Like yeah. we've got the choice of do you want to do this good or do you want to do that bad and then we pick whether we want to do it. It's not a matter of like, oh this person has to die for me to be able to excel. Yeah. Like everyone can excel all at once or you mm. can fail all at once. Mm. Um so with our mindset it's completely different to from the mindset that he would have well the character in this book had. Mm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's what I've pretty much got to say. Yeah, you so anything else? would you say, uh, in terms of like overall, would you give this book a rating? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, right, when I was this reading all the very names tough read for stuff, me. Like, whenever I hear like six difficult names, Vasilievich. Look at that, I got it without even looking at the sound. What was the, what the wife called? Uh, it was a P. It was a Patrikovic or something. Uh, his name was. I don't remember, man. Yeah, his name began with a K. That's what K. I yeah. Katerinovich or something. Something like that. <laughs> I think you're just making things up. <laughs> just chucking an itch at the end. Essentially. Essentially, that's the Russian language. Well, I know Russian now. As much as I know Spanish. Uh, all right. Um, so what was the reading for, for the book then for you? Oh, the... What were you saying about the beginning of the book? Yeah, no, the beginning of the book was difficult because all the names and stuff like that, I just didn't make me want to read on. Yeah. Um, but then as you read on, you kind of get the gist of what this book is about. It's mm. not... Like, at first I thought it was just a random story about this person in this position. Yeah. And then you kind of... Once you clock on that, the author himself is like having pity on these people yeah. and it's like hey look at like how they, these guys are living look what he's going through yeah then that kind of like changes and you kind of want to see what he does and what happens and because of that i'll give it a seven 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 yeah <laughs> just because it was uh it was difficult at the beginning to yeah get definitely into. a difficult read compared um, to like wonder wonder i was drinking through that <laughs> from the beginning to the end yeah, yeah. I find it difficult at all to finish. Can't remind you of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mm. Yeah, I can see, I can see that, I can see that. Um, I think you probably, you probably gathered stuff from Diary of the Wimpy Kid mm. in the first place. But in terms of this book, um, definitely a very difficult read to get into. Um, and yeah, another thing, this is for me. I'm gonna make a comparison to Wonder, the last book we read, because um, a lot of these, a lot of the concepts in this book were repetitive and like reoccurring. It's like suffering or like the mentality of one person and their suffering um and that's kind of how wonder was as well like you don't actually really need to read the whole book to get the whole story yeah. it's just like you can even skim read parts of it or miss large chunks of it and you'll get to the end and it'll be the same thing because it's just like his mentality was that he's living a lavish life and then he's gonna die and he's suffering for, he's like suffering for like a good hundred pages and <laughs> um, yeah you get that and there's not too many like subtle things that you don't miss and stuff like that so that, that that's kind of a negative for me um because i like i like variety in my reading so and that keeps me more um attached you know as in it keeps me more uh, involved, so I feel like I'm I'm reading a story more when it, mm. it's like dynamic and stuff. Oh, well, like this one, world building, and yeah, this and that. yeah. This one, yeah, this one, it was none of that. It yeah, was just straight from. It literally, I, I kind of like that. I like. It's, an, it's refreshing, book. kind of, but for me, um, it's kind of tough to read, and then I I get kind of bored of it because mm. I, I it's like I understand the message now, 
I'm just gonna continue reading and reading and reading. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for this one, any anyway in particular, in one for Wanda, it was more of an empathy thing. I was like really empathizing with him like, yeah. even more and more, and it was building on it. So I liked that one. And this one, it was a tough reading to, to to get into, and then like like I said, the theme was just re- like repetitive. So I I got the message, and then I got kind of bored of it. Yeah. But at the end, I was like, yeah, uh, it's definitely deep a deep yeah. book. I think for me, uh, I I personally like characters yeah. um if there's if the main character or whoever is if there's like if there's depth to it if, mm. if like it's like if the if it's well done the yeah. character like yeah. that's all that that's needed to I, like i think the characters in wonder were very well done this one characters here were well done but it's, it's kind of like describing one person yeah he's like yeah someone who you would see walking down the street normally so yeah it's a good book. I wouldn't say it's a bad book at all. Um, so, uh, I would. Uh, I don't know if I would recommend reading it, man. It's a tough read. <laughs> if you feel like you're into, if you feel like you're up for a challenge, yeah, I'll, go, I'll say go for it. Um, it's not too long as well. It's like 100 pages, so that's a good thing as well. If this was like 300 pages, I would have cried. Yeah, but, if it was 300 pages, I would have been depressed. I would have made it. <laughs> so yeah, that helped as well. So. How many pages? The War and Peace one. I don't know, but so yeah, it's a big one. No idea, but you want to read it. Right? Uh, because that's, that's the, you want to read it. Yeah, you want to read it. Yeah, I'll read that's that the thing. One. That's the kind of thing. Like when you know, when you read into a writer's story and stuff, you, you feel like you go and read, go in and reading the other. Or when you like their style, you feel like yeah. going in and reading all the other books as well. Like I like this guy's style. It's really yeah. real. Yeah, and for me, I like like Agatha Christie. I want to I want to read more of those oh, books. Yeah, I know. I remember you saying like Agatha Christie. <clears throat> and yeah, um, that's kind of a thing. Poirot and that. Yeah, like, yeah, you know he's getting a BBC series soon with John Markovich as, as acting as him. You know John Markovich? Who? Markovich. John Markovich. 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 Yeah, these bitches are taking. You know the guy Star Trek, man, main guy. And Professor X as well from X Men. You know the bald guy, Star Trek. Oh. Yeah, he's gonna be playing Paro. He's going to be the muscles. Snap that guy. Yeah, he's he's gonna be playing Paro in the new BBC series. British. Yeah, I know, but he's gonna he's gonna do accent or whatever. The bitch is he? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, but yeah, um, that's the book overall. Definitely recommend it. Um, next week I won't be here because I'll be on holiday. Finally, I've been looking forward to this for so long. Inshallah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll be marking us in again. <laughs> Just giving you a warning this time. We'll Skype you. Yeah. I'll call in. I'll call in whilst I'm living my life. I'm living good right guess, now. <laughs> as opposed to my friend Ivan Ilyich. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then the, the week after, we've got some interesting collaborations coming up, so keep an eye out for those. Um, we've been meaning to do a live episode for the longest, but the logistics hasn't been working out <laughs> because we passed our six month mark like ages ago. I think this is seven months now, so we've been doing the podcast seven months. It's a, that's an interesting thing so five more months and that's it yeah. and it's flying isn't it <clears throat> yeah. and yeah the time in December so um, yeah, I guess uh, we'll figure that one out um, when we when we eventually do our live episode because we, there's a lot of interesting things we've thought about uh, talking about for our six month special which is now past <laughs> we're already at eight month special isn't it? <laughs> so yeah um, that's it for the episode thank you very much for listening this has been your boys from Inspire Reads we hope you've inspired we what? Damn. I almost did it. So close. I was close. Uh, We hope we've inspired Reed. We're boys from Inspire Reads and hopefully we've inspired a read. We've been your boys from Inspire Reads and hopefully we've inspired a read. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work.